Yeah. But I'm, I know what I'm going to talk about mainly. <coughs> what are you going to talk about mainly? The the cost of uh, just computer components. Just going down. Going down. Like okay. uh, like we're at that point now where it's affordable. And, and we, we can talk about Microsoft and Sony don't want to work with NVIDIA. Okay. <laughs> it just seems like a no-brainer. You know what I mean? Like it's just like their their cards are just better. Like they're just better designed. They have more functions. They have more u- u- uh, utility. And when you're when you're creating a console, you're plugged into a wall, so you don't have to worry about power concerns. Yeah. So I don't understand. I just yeah. wish I knew. I want to know what goes on in their heads. Yeah, I have it, to agree. It has to be like pennies on the dollar. Well, we can talk about it when we start, but it's kind of... Where you basically started. Yeah, it has to be because they're getting pennies. Like, yeah. like it has to be a cost thing. It has to be. Like, there's no yeah. other logical explanation. I mean, it, it it's probably, you know, just to clarify, we're talking about why PS4, Xbox One, and the supposed PS5 and Xbox Two are utilizing AMD are going to use AMD chips. And Phil Spencer came out on stage at CES and said, "The next Xbox will be powered by AMD." And everyone was like, "Oh boy, we were hoping Nvidia, but whatever." Yeah, we're like, okay. So <laughs> you know, we uh, there here we are at CES. CES 2019. So at the start of the new year. So Greg, let's just get to it before the show really starts you know in our intro you're a terrible poster on the shack news chatty and i earlier this year i wiped out years of goodwill by banning someone for attacking you and Brittany in a thread do you have anything to say for yourself? I know it's probably my own fault because, you know, my top tens are pretty trolly. That's what they're there for. I just yeah. I create those specifically to piss everyone off. You know, I love it. Like, the they act like we're posting these BuzzFeed articles that are only like four words or whatever. Or, you know, like ten words. I don't know. Have you seen those? Mm-mm. They're like, you get, it's like 20 page views and you get literally a list of ten things. And sometimes you don't even get to the end of the list because the ads take you to some other place. Uh... <laughs> But they act like that's what we're posting, but really you're you know, they we post video content and it's been going on for four years. Well it's it's frustrating and, to me. You know, they're just I you know, it was I think the slight to really get into this because here we are. Well, there was a there was a post on Reddit that said that your entire staff is seventeen years old. Yeah. So to, but you know, to to to, to reduce your work to just top tens is not fair. <laughs> you do, I'd say, 95%, 98% of the interview content on our site. Yeah. You're like 100%, and we'll say 98% again, of the unboxings on our site. And then any of the other stuff we do. You help us with gameplay videos. You do all sorts of stuff for the site. You do. You manage the YouTube channel. Behind the scenes. A lot of stuff. So to say that Greg just does top tens isn't really fair. Uh, if you go search that one Shacker's post history for the phrase top 10, you'll notice that he had said that multiple times to you. He had never been banned. Uh, it was because he was, he would not stop that we decided to give him a timeout. Whenever I wield my ban hammer, I tend to go longer than most mods would. Uh, and also... Uh, you know, I, I'll, some mods disagreed with this decision. Some didn't, right? So there was some discord on our 
slack about this. Well, there's also the the fact that like I don't just to clarify, you don't make me go on the chatty and ask, "Hey guys, what are no, your top 10?" No. This is Greg's votes? fault. This is Greg's fault is my point. This is my fault. Greg's a terrible poster. But I honestly maybe <laughs> should perma ban you. But <laughs> that might be unprecedented. I write good on chatty journalism guy. Yeah, you're I you know the problem with with Greg is, you know, you, you have your share of typos, right? <laughs> yeah. And there was a typo in that article thread in question that changed the meaning of your sentence. And I know it wasn't intended. <laughs> and I know as your editor how poorly ghostwriter too. And your ghostwriter, yeah. If Greg Burke is posting an article to Shack News, it's not usually Greg editing it it's gone through the uh, through the man with the briefcase filter there's a there's a several filters that we may put on greg sometimes but uh yeah like other people will help write shells for us right you know uh, you know stuff like that i'm uh, not allowed in the cms no <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm so, banned the- so yeah like no. so to, to if it makes anyone feel better greg is perma banned from the cms so you couldn't <laughs> typo our headlines or anything do you want to know why i'm banned yeah it's a funny story do you want to know why I'm yeah, banned? Sure. So when we were redoing the CMS for the site the first time, I uh, they like J- uh, one of the Johns, I think it was John V, was like, just have Greg post something to see if it works. And it was like a Cuphead story that I had written, a really short like blurb Cuphead story. And I like was hitting submit, but the computer wasn't doing anything, so I kept hitting submit. And then like he posted it. Thirty minutes later, there's like fifty <laughs> Cuphead stories, the same headline, same author, same stuff on the front page. <laughs> And it was from that moment on, I was off my band from the Wait, CMS. So was this GamerHub.TV or was this Shaq News? I think this was Shaq News. But so right this is 2014. Before you were hands-on with it. This like, is 2014 yes. Shaq News. Yes. This is that first, the first redesign. Yeah, yeah, this is the, the first cosmetic redesign. <laughs> it was banned. You posted 50 Cuphead articles? Yeah, live. And so they had to take them each and you had to like go in individually and delete yeah. each one. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I heard for I was banned. Huh. I was banned forever. Did they generate a chatty thread? I don't remember. Uh-huh. I think they were deleted before anyone had a chance to comment or anything. Interesting. But I was not allowed back in the CMS. And that was okay. Because my, my, <laughs> my thing is the YouTube thing, and I totally get that. I can manage that. I, I, I work better where the SEO on a platform doesn't make sense. So yeah, for real, uh, the Google YouTube algorithm is baffling. It's garbage. I, I it's absolutely really garbage. It's like, oh, you watch this guy, so when I watch it's, this guy, but a- I hate this guy. Like, in a good example, I like. Uh, I, I know not everyone likes him, but I like Unbox Therapy. I like uh, MK uh, BHD. I like uh, you know some tech guys. I don't like Linus Tech Tips very much. I find him annoying. Well, you know, there's a new feature now. Like on your you phone? You can say, don't recommend these? Yes, I'm not yeah, and interested. it still does. Yeah. I do it. Because it doesn't do it on a channel basis. It does it on a... Topic basis. On a topic basis. And so, like, I'm interested in CES 2019. You know, we're here in Vegas, right? So, it's like recommending me all these videos. And it's like, here, watch Linus. And I'm like, unless Linus is breaking some kind of news, which he has done in the past, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I prefer other guys for my content. But it's interesting for people who aren't sure about how the YouTube... so. On an article, typically, it's your headline and then like the amount of people that f- click it and visit it, right? That affects SEO, right? That's the main thing. And your tags, obviously, your, your tags. Yeah. Right? So in, in, in YouTube world, in Google, Google's like, okay, we're going to factor in tags. 
We're going to factor in headline. We're going to factor in description. But we're also going to factor in minutes watched, amounts, amounts clicked, uh, seconds viewed, dislikes, likes, and like and shares. And this all like, it just all floods it. And you're like, what the, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how do I tag this so people can actually find it? Like, it's hard. Yeah. So. But it's my fault. It's all yeah. my fault. Yeah, maybe if you made better top tens, you wouldn't have to you worry know, about this. You don't force me to go to the chatty and like ask opinions. Like I, I do never that. did. I do that myself. I know. And, and, and I'm, starting I do. To, I'm starting to wonder if we shouldn't do it. I tally all the votes. I write them all down. I know. I've seen them. The top NES, the top SNES. You're, you're, you're the reason why Super Mario World didn't make the top. Oh, I guess I might be spoiling uh, something. You talked to chatty, man. I did it by hundred. Yeah, they say I'll, I'll, spoil that. I'll spoil that list. Yeah. Super Mario World doesn't make the top 10 yeah, soundtracks. Yeah, does not make the top 10 SNES, SNES soundtracks. SNES. SNES, yep. Super Mario it. World. That soundtrack. Did that not. revolutionary soundtrack. No, not even top 10, thanks to chatty. But you know what did? There were a bunch of like one-shot votes for these random games that I've never heard. But actually, one of them I actually got enough votes to where it actually placed and i've never heard it before and i'm glad i heard it because it was a good yeah good no i mean there that sound chip was amazing so it's really tough there was a lot of great soundtrack on uh that 16-bit processor and that's written i'm gonna see if i can get the, the, this the week this week or next week maybe. Yeah. next week we'll see i got ces yeah you got a lot of ces videos not as many as last year but not dr fuji Dr. Fuji. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we should call out let's you know what? We we're gonna start the out intro. the show. We're gonna start the show like this. We're and then we'll we'll do the intro. Dr. Fuji, you're on notice. Greg is here on your little pedestal doing the shaky shaky, the twerk machine, whatever the fuck that was. And because it was like the end of the show, it was time for the dance routine that he made all of his booth people do. And it was like the tiniest little shit booth, right? It was like in the walkway, practically. He takes Greg and just pushes him off. He's like, get off. It's my turn. And then he stood on your platform and he danced. The the Mr. Fuji dance. He was not Keeper You Sexy. He was not being Keeper You Sexy. Yeah, his, his, uh, his Dr. Fuji, right? His shirt. His, his shirt said, Dr. Fuji, Keeper You Sexy. And he's on notice. He was super rude. He could have been our final interview of the show. He could have. And no. Denied. Rejected. How did that feel? Felt not good, Cotton. Not (laughs) feel good, Cotton. You know, like that couldn't have felt good. No. I was like, okay. Probably felt bad. Dr. Fuji just like straight up was like, get off. Yep. Bye, Dr. Fuji. This is my shit. I need to dance. (laughs) <laughs> I need to dance. I ha- I spent money for this booth, and I'm going to dance. Yeah, a lot of money, probably. Right? That's you know, like having gone through the the other side of this now. Yeah, where, you've been on the front where I've been years. an exhibitor uh, at different events now. Um, I feel for people differently at these shows. I'm like, you're gonna make it. <laughs> like day three, when I saw people day three CES, I'm like, it's gonna be okay. Just keep drinking your water. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you were all going to hydrate. Hydrate's important. I was like, hydration, super important. We're in Vegas. Hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate. Right? Like, it, it, we weren't, we ate like crap this week. Oh, yeah, I'm off the diet. It's totally, it was, but it was good, though. I looked at my uh, health activity, right? 
like get outside. No. We walked a lot. We though. walked. I walked like I was averaging like five miles a day. Yeah. So it's like that's more than I walk when I'm working out at home. So I didn't. But the problem was it was intermittent. And your heart rate's not going up. Yeah. You're, yeah. You don't have 30 minutes of heart rate. So I didn't get that. But I did walk a shit ton. So it wasn't like I was just yeah. sitting on my ass all day. This is true. Um, but we ate like shit. We have to do the sponsor. We do a sponsor later. Do the intro now. Do the intro now? That's yeah. not how you end it. But yeah, okay. That's not how you... So that's it. We. Craig. I think... I, I guess the point of this was... Greg may suck at posting on the chatty. Maybe a, a shit poster. <laughs> You're kind of a shitty poster. But he cares about Shaq News. He works hard <laughs> for you guys. Even if you don't like our shit. Even if you don't know we have a YouTube channel. Or Twitter. There is someone who dislikes every video that goes on instantaneously. Oh, that's just that's true of everything on Chatty. That's the danger of posting any YouTube video on Chatty is that there's one person who will downvote every video they see. That's the internet in 2019, you know, and we're still around. 23 year old website, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, so like, I don't know what to tell you, folks. I, 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 when I do ban people. It's usually to send a message. It's usually been to defend our authors, our, our editors, our, our employees who I I think are busting their ass and don't deserve to be treated like shit. Uh, I don't think that it was about the critique of the content because so many other people in that thread critiqued the content. It was the combative nature and the insulting nature and the abusive nature of the poster. And it was a pattern that he had gotten away with that we you can easily go look up yourself. So I think that if you have a problem with the duration of the ban, I can understand that. But it's more like I'm just annoyed I had to do it in the first place. So, yeah, I will send a message when I do use my ban hammer. And I rarely do it. You know, I really don't. And it didn't perma-ban him. I don't believe in perma-banning well, according people. according to the Shagnus subreddit, you do it all the time. For no reason at all. I know. <laughs> it's random. Completely random. <laughs> it, it, I think if you look at the history, it's usually because of front page threads where people are being combative. And then just blatant racism. <laughs> like you, you know like the other mod duties i do you know not work safe that tag i have to click on those things that's the thing hug your mod next time you see them they mod. click on the not work safe links for you i do that sometimes they're good <laughs> but most of the time no and then you get that red tag on it you know so I don't know what the point of this was, but I feel like I got the point across that this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Greg. Just remember, you're a terrible human being, and you should feel bad. I do. For banning anybody for a limited amount of time. That's all good. (laughs) Rip Shackmas. (laughs) Fuck you, right? (laughs) What have you done for us, Uh, Shackmas? What have you done for us in January? Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know. I don't know if I could leave that. I probably shouldn't. We'll see. You right? Okay. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Austin Connor, CEO, editor in chief, chief property wrangler, but not this week because my puppy's in Ohio and I'm in Las Vegas at CES 2019. The, I've been to 11 of these fucking things in a row. <laughs> uh, with me, my special co host, usually on the road, probably at all these different events throughout the year. In 2019, we will probably do a Shaq cast together. Greg Burke, the video jerk, our video editor, Burkleton. Some pretty good at Smash. I'm going to say you're pretty, 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 pretty good at Smash. Pretty good. Nice. I'm nice. I'm having a nice time nice. in Smash. Nice. Nice. You're pretty a nice. Nice time in Smash. Yeah. You, you have a nice time in Smash. It's a long, lonely road, Cotton. <laughs> but I, you know, get oh, cosplay. Yeah, you did make the long trek from Northern California. Oh yeah, the whole the whole four hour journey from St- that includes getting out, getting, getting to and from the airport. Yeah, so you're here in Vegas. This is I don't know what is it our fifth year. Together? I was going six, yeah, fifth year together, but I'm going here for six years or seven. Yeah, it's our fifth year together since Gamer Hub TV and Shack News. I remember Gamer Hub TV. It's still around. It is. I like that site. I do. It looks good. It's got a nice clean look to it. <laughs> Steve T's over there. <laughs> Steve T, my man. Reviewing games. My he's making man. video content. He's all over the place. Steve T making moves. Streaming. streaming. He's streaming. Yeah, he's streaming. He's everywhere, man. Chichuki. It's Chichuki. Right? I like him on the Facebook. Yeah, I, I watch his YouTube streams and I like his videos. He streams Switch games. Uh-huh. No, we should stream Switch games. Yeah, remember like <laughs> we should stream Twitch games. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Maybe we should. Oh man, we should stream Kingdom Hearts three on Twitch. Oh wait, Kingdom Hearts three on Switch. Oh wait, it's not on Switch. That's right, because a game that has Disney characters in it should not be portable on the Nintendo Switch. It'll be like Kingdom Hearts three point one one for work groups. You know there've been fourteen Kingdom Hearts games. Fourteen. Yeah. Man, did they drag that franchise out longer than they needed to go. We had uh, an editor write attempt to write a synopsis of the timeline. Was that Ozzy? No. It was a guy who no longer works at the site. Okay. He shall not be named. Yeah, he's a bad one. I won't tell him. <laughs> no, he's going to try to guess who it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's gone. <clears throat> You can go Google that shit. Like it's on there. It's it's still on the internet. I didn't change his author name. I'm not like other websites that Stacey I've seen Powers. do that. No, 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 not Stacy Powers. I've seen other websites take a guide 
that someone else wrote when like four years ago and then edit it right update it and then give it the new author's name i've seen people do that interesting and i've had my editor friends had to reach out to those outlets and be like hey what the hell are you doing i wrote that you know but yes, you're updating it. But I wrote that. It's a bloody, uh, it's a bloody journalism industry, isn't it? It is very difficult here in the journalism turd mines. But hey, you know, it's not <laughs> it's that, true. it's not that much easier in the stock market turd mines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess since the last episode, the market has gone down <clears throat> and then up. <clears throat> Apple has cut their revenue guidance for the quarter. Don't say uh, it. We'll get into other things there. CES has happened. We are we're we're done. We made it through all forty thousand days of CES. So this is the 2019 CES show. Your 11 CES was the coolest thing you saw here. Population one VR. You really like that. You really like that game. You're having fun playing it. Yeah, it's great. So what is Population One VR? It's a battle royale game. <laughs> in vr it supports 24 people simultaneously on a server uh so i guess it's a death match but it's also it's survivor based you can have duos or teams of four um similar concept as the other battle royales uh it has a it has a crafting mechanic kind or build mechanic kind of like fortnite uh where you can build platforms uh the cool thing is this free motion uh engine that they created for locomotion in vr where you can grab basically anything with your hands and climb it. Uh, any building, any structure in the entire level is climbable. And then you can jump off of them and you hold your hands out in like a T formation and you can fly through the air with a glider, kind of like the Fortnite glider. Can you, you can also like, uh, I saw her tell you, you can like shoot yourself up like in that racing VR game, mm-hmm. like push yourself up and like, you know, fl- like, leap. yeah oh yeah you can oh like sprint vector yes yeah it's a lot like sprint vector in that sense yeah you can't kind of push yourself uh there's another game uh wait there's also you forgot something the guy's making it is a half-life 2 dev oh yeah former valve dev from former uh raven software former uh play dom over at disney he was the head of that studio uh so yeah there's a th- that team is like super og gamer uh and you can tell that they love shooters you can tell that they love team fortress you can tell that you know like there's a there's a team fortress vibe right but it has the mechanics that people like about Fortnite, right instead of a circle it's a square coming in on you uh we talked to them about level design they're definitely looking to Fortnite for like inspiration uh like that whole one map idea yeah uh, which I think lends itself well to Battle Royale. Uh, it was really fun, man. Like the the loading mechanic was really cool. Like you had to, you could you literally used both hands to wield these guns. You had to load the clip with your hand. You had to actually uh, reload with your hand. Uh, that changes everything because once you're in a once you're in a dog fight and people spray and pray, my strat was to hold back and kind of dodge people and like you know run uh that's another cool part of the game is the locomotion is basically you point where you want to go with your hand uh and then you hold down the trigger so what that allowed for was me to point that like one way while looking the other so i could like run away from someone while looking back at them that was one of the first times you could do that right 
I think I've seen it in other games, but it was executed so well that I didn't feel nausea. And they had spent years working on anti-nausea and anti-simulator sickness for this engine. And it does a really good job of, you feel floaty, you know? I think the problem when you're like clomping around in VR, like when you have that like Gears of War shift to the camera, that can make people sick. There's like all sorts of things you can do to improve comfort, and they did that. Uh, also, flying feels good, and usually elevation change will mess with you in VR. When you're flying in this game, it feels natural. Your arms are out in the air. You're kind of going like that, uh, so you're able to suspend belief, you know, just enough. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really cool. You know, it, it has verticality. It, it felt like instead of the whole, you know, Fortnite very much devolves into building up at the end of the match, right? It's two people very high up sniping at each other. Or, you know, they drop down at each other with a shot. They're shooting each other's cover out. You can shoot cover in this. You can create cover. I definitely think it's more about building cover than it is building... Uh, vertical. 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 But you can also, like, get on top of a building and build a bridge across. So that's kind of cool. Like, if there's a building across and you, don't, you couldn't jump, you couldn't fly there... You can like literally build a bridge. So I think that lends to cool kind of traversal things. Uh, Cause when you're doing it and you're like literally running and dropping down planks in front of you, dropping down these like slats in front of you, <coughs> it's really, it's really fun. And it's like a really cool experience. And yeah, I, I think I know I'm a VR nerd, but that was the most fun thing I, I did this, this entire trip. Uh, I saw a bunch of crap. I saw a bunch of stuff that just seemed late cycle innovation. And I didn't, I wasn't as impressed as I think a lot of people with these things. I did see cool things in gaming laptops. You know, I'm not, I had some cool stuff. Yeah, I don't want to hate on what's going on with the 2060 and the 2080 and RTX and laptops. You know, all that stuff's really cool um and i'm yeah origin pcs uh their evo 16s and 17s definitely interested in those because i can get 64 gigs of ram on a laptop and it seems like it runs cooler than a lot of the other ones they have better thermals uh but yeah i i that to me is just okay so now we have 17 inch screens again right that was a thing this year and also there's more ram finally like for a long time, you could only get 16 gigs of RAM in laptops because of the the motherboards, and then they finally got 32. This is the year where I'm like, oh, I can get 64, and it's not some giant monster like the MSI laptops. Yeah, where they have the full fledged yeah. graphics cards inside. Yeah, that are huge and weigh 20 pounds. Like yeah. 21 inch screens. Like those are just completely implausible. These are like 16 inch laptops that have 64 gigs of RAM and a RTX 2080 in them. You know, so it's like really good. Uh, performance uh which is cool but no i I would say that population v population one vr was probably my most that was the most fun i had at the show and i like to look at things in the consumer space from a fun perspective like yeah there's some retro arcade stuff but i've played galaga well i mean like i said we're looking at the coolest thing you saw there were a lot of cool things this just was higher on your list that's the coolest so what was your coolest i have to say like all the how affordable all the computer tech is starting to become. 
Yeah. I mean, you have this 2060 card that retails at 350. Obviously, it went on the site and it sold out. Mm-hmm. But like, it's 350 and does a much better job than AMD's $700 graphics card. Yeah. And that's incredible for that price point. And then I met with Corsair and they're showing me this like, you know, DDR4 memory, 64 gigs for $300. And I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, RAM prices have collapsed that's in the insanity. last insanity. Yeah, just so so um, affordable. GPU prices. I mean, NVIDIA had egg on their face, man. They They released very expensive GPUs at the end of last year. They weren't being bought up because cryptocurrency fell out of bed. So there wasn't room for people to buy a thousand dollar or twelve hundred dollar gpu yeah but to come out this quickly with a three a 350 dollar product is brilliant because you have amd who thought they had nvidia because they had a 700 dollar price point gpu that was seven nanometers but nvidia basically slashed it in half yep you know so it's it's that was fun to watch uh, but it was like I, watching a car crash, right? That's basically what this it was. this whole year, <laughs> last year, the last quarter in semiconductors, just in general, uh, that whole industry is in a recession or is about to be in a recession. That's down. These stocks are down fifty percent. You know, like cut in half <clears throat> in like three months. So the market's pricing in something very, very bad for all of these companies because NVIDIA had the wrong kind of inventory, so now they're having to pivot. AMD, I don't know. They apparently, they're just going to be the low, the other, they're like the Avis. Yeah, this is why I don't understand. I really, we were talking at the beginning of the podcast, I really don't understand who is pissed. I mean, I want to I know who pissed off NVIDIA enough for them not to work with Sony or Microsoft. Or why doesn't Microsoft or Sony work with NVIDIA? Yeah, and I think, I was telling you this earlier, I think it's it's just bottom line, it's got to be price point. They're just too expensive for what they want to sell at, you know, and AMD's willing to go below that. I think Sony wants to sell PlayStation 4 or 5, whatever, at break-even or profit. They want to make money. Well, they can see they can break-even or even lose money and still make money off their They want to at least be close to break-even, I think. So a three hundred fifty dollar GPU. I mean, so what's the rest of the system going to cost? Yeah, hundred dollars. Not, not to not to mention this three fifty GPU is being put in laptops and it wasn't labeled like the M or the or the SI or yeah, anything. Sure. It was a it was still a twenty sixty, a full fledged twenty sixty. Well, I did hear the fans running on it. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it was playing Battlefield Four and streaming it and ray tracing. Yeah, yeah, with ray tracing. Which so I like, mean, yeah, that's what I mean. So it, yeah. was, it was insane to see that proof of concept. I was impressed, but not many games support that yet. Well, I also saw from the video editing side, it wasn't impressive because they're using red native codec, but running 4K natively on an SSD because the GPU is doing all the processing mm-hmm. was pretty impressive. I just want that to start being released for other codecs. Okay, so what was the worst thing you saw at CES? Can I say their name? Yeah, sure. Brilliant. <laughs> wait I, that sounds like a smart product yeah which is it's, it's funny because it's contradictory to their product so they make basically smart switches for homes mm-hmm. where you can control the air conditioning the lights have intercom speakers and uh basically everything you have on your phone but now it's segmented in a light switch at the low low price of 400 dollars. yeah 
I don't understand what that product is. It also had front-facing cameras. Yeah, it's so I don't, you could stare at your your light switch. Yeah, and I can do all. I can control. We interviewed them. We did. We're gonna post that. I just don't understand who that product is for. And I mean, I told you this too. Like, I think it's it, they're trying to get into contracts with like future build homes, so they're automatically yeah. in there. So you have to pay for them. Yeah, they're trying to get like home builders to make them the intercom of the future kind of thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, we have phones now. We don't need that anymore. No. Like that's. I don't think that company's gonna go very far in the next couple of years. Not unless they get some serious like. Well, it's just it, that is kind of what I'm seeing a lot of. So you have like multi-touch displays, which are pretty much everywhere now, and they can be turned into fucking light switches. You know, so it's like we don't need front-facing cameras in our light switches. Right. You know, and it's like it's just kind of absurd. Like you said, it's solving problems that don't exist. My dumbest thing that I saw, and I kind of thought it was brilliant at the same time, was the hat with the display on it. At Royale. The maker of great products, as we know from the Royale like the Moon, Moon Theater Review. Yeah, yeah, go check out Greg's review uh, where he re- he compares it to Wendy's fries. I did not. You've got to, you have a ghostwriter. This is the problems you're running into. <laughs> Shaq News <laughs> referred to it as, what, worse than Wendy's fries? Anything's better, even Wendy's French fries. That's right. Anything was better, even Wendy's French fries. So they had flexible displays on on everything. Everything. Flexi pad. You got your hands on flexi pad. No, flex pie. And the best thing about it is you're like you played with it and you put it down, you went, I could see the dent. <laughs> you just like that. You're just <laughs> you were like, I could see where it beds. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like a braised in the middle. You yeah. could see the curve. Oh, when you when you're when you're in tablet mode with the flexible display, you can see the crease. It's very noticeable. Is that the thing too? Like it only folds one way. Yeah. You know, too, which is like, okay, well, like. It's not a scroll. It's very much yeah. a, a, a display with a, a hinge. Yeah. And I thought we worked really hard to move away from moving parts. I thought that was kind of the part of this, this innovation curve that we were on was that we even got rid of the home button recently. You know, now it's just that we got rid of fingerprint. You know, we, yeah. it's we moved away from so much and now we're adding stuff back because we have no i get it like there will be someone who uses that technology intelligently down the road but the flex pie from royale is not it 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 did some cool things like okay so if i'm taking a picture of you right with my good camera you can't see it on an iphone but with the royale it shows you on the back of the screen when you're in phone mode right because there's display on either side so that's kind of cool. Yeah, but like at fourteen hundred dollars, I don't know if that's. No, it's that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like these are just proof of concept devices at this point. I don't think they're going anywhere, uh, super soon. Well, it might Samsung be big in China. is rumored to have one coming. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I just I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to sound down on them, but. It was just stupid to see it on a top hat. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? I saw those things in the mall, the things that have like little LEDs that lights up. It's like the same thing, except it's a TV screen. Yeah, this is a legit screen on your hat. It was like a top hat. I'm like, I kind of want it, but it's really dumb. So that was my dumbest thing. Uh, and yeah, there was... 
some other really cool stuff at the show There was show lots floor. of cool stuff, but like there was lots of like kind of raise your eyebrow, like who wanted this kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think the like you said, we're stuck in a postmodern feedback loop, and there's no more innovating. I think the yeah. 8K is a great example of that. So like, it's like, what do we do? Uh, I guess we just double the resolution. It's like there's like, I mean, it's good to be ahead of the curve, but granted, but like. 4k we're still trying to adjust to 4k and they're like 8k and this is like well i'm not gonna get an 8k even when there's no i don't content. have the bandwidth to even get 1080p at my fucking house and on you might get Apple 8k tv, TV at thirty thousand dollar 8k tv monitor yeah. so let's go through some of the cool things that we we highlighted in our best of okay which is on shacknews.com that's right if you go to the front page it's the very top article right now samsung's the wall yes that micro led modular display micro technology. led that's what it was called yeah, Con- yeah proof of proof of concept technology of scaling that doesn't affect resolution up to i forget what the resolution i don't think they gave a resolution mm-hmm. but it was high whatever it was it was really high yeah it was beautiful um i buy power project snowblind times four x4 it was this like rotating display for a computer. Yeah, it, like, it had uh, the cool LED see-through screens that like monitor. It's yeah, cool technology. I talked to the engineer about it about trying to make that. How you figure out that thing rotating? He actually had to make a lot of sacrifices in the system overall for that. Yeah, it's just it's it's such a, <laughs> it's like a prestige desktop PC. He said you could buy it. That was a custom one, and you could buy it for fifteen grand. I think is what he said. Yeah, but it was custom work. Everything was custom, so I mean, I, I get it. So Alienware has a 55-inch 4K OLED, OLED monitor with like a 44 refer- like a like a super low refresh rate and like a six millisecond high refresh rate, high refresh rate and a six millisecond response time. Yeah, it's uh, it's 120 hertz. Uh, 3840 by 2160. See, like, and like, I mean, I don't need to tell our chat users this because most of them know, but for, for those of you who don't know, the bigger your TV gets, it's more time, there's more game lag, there's more latency issues, uh-huh. even in a game mode. I noticed this when I was playing on my father-in-law's, like, 85-inch pla- uh, plasma. Even with game mode on, it was, like, a second delay. So sure. like this, this solves that problem where there is no delay and it's a huge screen. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a price port port of it, but I'm pretty confident if they can get that below a thousand dollars, it will sell. Okay, Down and the- then there's there's a couple of arcade things going on. Ar- Did you do the laptop? Oh no, we took it off. No, it's on there. Okay, it's just later. Arcade one up. Yeah, shout out to them. They make great products and they're cool. They are just blowing up. Yeah, <laughs> we saw. You know, they what was it? They have stools now. They're working. On uh, some, they're working on stools. They're working on some other. I can't smaller stuff. Smaller stuff. They're working on uh, in wall arcade units. Yeah, smaller versions of the one they already had. Yep. Everything. So they get the price so low because I talked to one of their engineers. Everything's proprietary. Not proprietary, but they purchase everything specifically built for them. They make their own buttons. They manufacture their own buttons and their own joysticks. Hmm. because that helps because that was cheaper for them to do that than it was to buy from third-party manufacturer that makes sense it also reduces the right. risk so they're, they're coming out with a karate champ arcade that's right machine is their new one yep there may be an arcade corner on that in a few weeks mm-hmm. um and they have centipede mortal kombat 2 was announced there as well mortal kombat yeah, 2 cabinet that's playable there centipede they're making ghost and goblins next mm-hmm. um i think they're 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 great product you can't beat the price it's so low I know a lot of shackers are putting Raspberry Pis in theirs to make them more versatile. Yep. 
But what was really cool about their products, if, 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 if I can keep going, mm-hmm. is they had they're having a new line of like banners and neon lights and all the stuff you would find in like a late in like a mid or a mid to early '90s arcade. On the other side, most of the stuff was being put away, but they had like metal sheet planters, uh, metal sheet banners, swappable like branding on the machines, neon lights, like a bunch of cool like arcade stuff you would find mm-hmm. like in the scene from RoboCop Two. Yep. You know, like, and that's really cool. I'm really happy that they're growing. They're in talks. I can't say who because I signed an NDA, but with multiple other companies, one that you'd be like, no, nowhere are they signing them, you know, and I can't wait to see what they what they come forward to in this next year. Yep. Next up on our best of list was Buddy Phones. Buddy Phones. Buddy Phones are a special headphone designed for kids. $39 That's <laughs> what they start at. They have Bluetooth. Uh, you can also plug them in. They're designed so they don't hurt your kids' hearing. They also are designed to f- focus on vocal uh, audio, so it helps kids pay attention if they're listening to like study books or whatever or audio books. It's the idea that that certain frequencies it, it cancels out certain frequencies that can be distracting for kids who have ADD or just yep. are, you know have trouble paying attention. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to help you focus. Um, my friend Adam has a pair for his daughter. He let me know when he read the article. Nice. Uh, so yeah, they're they're doing cool stuff. They also announced the uh, study phones, uh, which college are, yeah for kind of adults and good price point too. Everything was fairly cheap. That's what I thought was really cool about it, is this like it's a cool thing. It's a smart product and it's affordable. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, another smart product, Blue Ember XLR mic. Yes, this is exciting. Hell yeah. Finally, XLR mics from uh, Blue. A hundred, $100 XLR mic you can plug into a mixer. Yep. Which is great. Yep. I'm going to keep my Sennheisers. Don't need to tell you that XLR is better than digital in for audio quality. We are currently recording with XLR cables yep. right now. Yep. Take that podcast who use Blue Yetis gross suck it uh but yeah these blue embers on the other hand very interesting uh if you're a gamer and you already are loyal to blue you should check them out 99.99 good price point uh i already mentioned population one vr yes you did that was on our battle our best of uh here's a cool one we all get to check out ozzy as well games uh guardian pro xp the briefcase how can I not be interested in this product? Yeah, it's very interesting that they're doing in that space with the portable game. This isn't just a case with a screen in it. It has multiple features that you would need if you were a streamer and you were constantly moving around and wanting to stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a portable unit that has passed through uh, HDMI. It also puts the I.O. for the console to the, at the front of the device, which is cool. It uses like a USB. Yeah, it has its, its own control software and hardware. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. To to, it's like a level of customization that's really cool. Uh, it supports Xbox One X. You could put a, uh, um, I think it was a micro micro ATX, ATX case case in it. That's so you, where it gets interesting because you can put a PC in it. That's where I was like, and take huh. it to places, and that's awesome. Yeah. So I, that's where we're like, this could be a really big thing with streamers. Uh, and it's cool. Like, it's a portable display. Uh, we don't care if it's... It's going to be expensive. But we don't... It's not about the price point here. If it's you travel a, cool a lot, 
it's it's a, it's a product if you travel a ton or like or just want your PC in different places it's it's going to be a lot more convenient to get this. My main concern was it's just another thing I'm going to have to have as a carry-on though. So then I have to sacrifice right. one. Of my it's carry-on. already a shit show for you at the airport so let's yeah. try to But for everyone else for all you white people. For all the people who are not people. <laughs> no, it's literally just the amount of things I have to carry. Right. Like, and I'm already the- carrying a Switch, a laptop, a tablet, my phone, this stupid podcast recorder, and, and it's not, two microphones. Yeah. It's not light either. It weighs around 22 pounds with, yeah. with a console. Yeah. Without a console, excuse me. Yeah, without a console. 22 pounds. So it's, it's pretty so heavy. It's hefty. Yeah. But if I could put, like, honestly, like, if... I could put a PC in there to build that I could take with me to conventions instead of like, mm-hmm. you know, that that me paying whatever the price point will be probably around like $800 or $1,000, somewhere around there. I would rather do that than try to ship my PC to where I'm going and yeah. hopefully it gets there in time or try to pack it in a way where I could carry it on. I told them, I'm like, this would be really good at QuakeCon. Yes. It would, you, you should like, or DreamHack or any one of those yeah, places. Any yeah, any of those mega lands. Um, next up was the HyperX Quadcast microphone. So we went from an... Uh, an XLR, XLR to, to a digital an, to a digital this one is HyperX's first microphone in the space it has sweet LEDs that you can tap it does it's yeah, LED yeah it has a tap to my to mute uh thing that's kind of cool and it comes built it comes with a built-in pop filter which is kind of cool no more that stupid yep. screen in front of the mic mm-hmm. and it has the vibrating thing what's that thing called you know what it's called anti-vibration shock thank mount. you it has the it has ones it comes with one of those which is cool so you don't have to buy it I think and you it was like, the other ones what was it? How much did it cost? One forty nine ninety nine. One thirty nine. One thirty nine. It went down ten dollars. Well, look at that economy. Yep. It's just skyrocketing downward. <laughs> no, it was one thirty nine. Um, so the next one, I think, you know what? You gonna take your population one vote back and do something else? No, this could be. This would be very close to population one, because this is also gaming focused, and it was really cool. And I could see it kind of. It takes something that VR was trying to do and it applies it to all gaming, which I think is cool. Razer Hypersense. Yes. That was really cool. So it's a it's an ecosystem they're building. They currently are only selling the headphones, right? And they have haptic feedback in them. So there's like force feedback on your head, right? Which, yes, that's cool. Now let's add a wrist rest, a mouse. A keyboard. A, a key, No, the wrist rest. It's not really the keyboard. It's the wrist the ergonomic, rest. Yeah, okay. It's like where you rest your wrist, it's the mouse itself, and then your chair. So I got to try out two demos. One was Overwatch. Uh, I was playing as Farah, and apparently she's basically a Quake player. She can rocket jump, but she's basically Quake plus Duke Nukem. Yeah. Because she has a jetpack, right? And rockets. And rockets. So it's like they took Duke Nukem and Quake and merged. Because she can rocket jump. Yeah, and it's definitely like where she fires because you have to lead your shots really heavily. Yeah. So I, they're like, hey, go rocket jump. So, you know, I have quite a bit of rocket jump experience. So I did that. And then they're like, yeah, use your jetpack. And, you know, I played a lot of Duke Nukem's. I know how to use a jetpack in first person. Cool. Whatever. My my back shakes when it happens. The keyboard, I feel it, you know. I'm not that impressed, honestly. It's like almost like they knew I wouldn't be impressed. They're like, well, because the next demo is like, so have you ever played Doom 2016? I'm like, 
Have I ever played Doom? That's when Asif stood up, ripped off all his clothes, and sat down and said, "Look, let's get this bitch rolling." Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I just like threw my shirt. You hold Hogan out. You're like, "Rah, let's get this Doom." And I like ripped my shirt off, and I just sat down on the chair without a shirt on. No, I didn't do any of that. I sat down, though, and holy crap, Doom has an amazing soundtrack, right? So this, the engine they've built that kind of works with all these devices, this hypersense ecosystem. Yeah, how it works. Tell us how it works. It listens to whatever audio is playing, and it it incorporates ambient noise, everything into the haptic feedback. That means so, no SDK. That means you don't need to like build around this system. Yeah, it just this, works naturally yeah, with the sound. It'll work naturally with the sound, and I think other games can develop for it. Uh, Doom has such an amazing soundtrack with a lot of bass. So whenever those bass hits happen, your chair just starts shaking behind you and your head is shaking. You're just like, it increased the immersion a ton. Ozzy was geeking out about it. I was geeking out about it. It's really cool. Which, and what's really cool about this particular thing that they're doing is I got to talk not to like a PR or a marketing guy. Now there's anything wrong with talking to marketing or PR for yeah, that sure. stuff. But like uh, I got to talk to an engineer. Like a guy who actually is just like, yeah, they're just like making, letting me do whatever I want. And I'm like, and I'm making it better. I'm like, that's great. Like, it's fun to talk to people at that level. People who aren't, who literally are just trying to make something interesting mm-hmm. and not worried, not have to worry about how much it is or where they're selling it, which is all an equally important part of when you're making a product. But I'm just saying in that conversation, it was fun because he was just like, we tried all these things and we were switching hyper things off and we figured, should it be a chair? Should it be a mat in the back of the chair? Just... A really creative, super creative guy, like a, like an engineer. You know yeah. what I mean? Super cool. No, they're they're doing some cool things over at Razor, and this is definitely it was one of the most innovative things we saw at the whole show. Also, oh yeah, keep going, keep going. Um, the turntables are back. There were a lot of turntables. I never uh, was aware they left. Did they leave? They left. Technics specifically left. They brought back their SL twelve hundred with the SL twelve hundred MK seven turntable. And it's, you know, it's a turntable, plays records. And Did I, we get a price on it? Did you ever find a price on it? It's a lot of monies. Let's see. Well, if they're the only people making it, maybe there's a good demand for it. Yes. They know. They know they got us. I don't even know. I don't think they, they said price. You got yours used, right? I bought a used uh, older version of this for $400. So this is going to cost like 1200 or 1000 at the very least. Um... I don't think they they've announced price. That was kind of a theme of the show. No price. Well, everything was just kind of showing off what they could do, and they don't want to yeah. say price because they know that once they say price, no one no one's interested. Yeah, like if they told us how much Samsung's wall costs, we'd all laugh. Yeah, it's like oh, it's only two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like I could buy a Tesla Roadster for that. True. Um. So another awesome thing we saw, uh, we got hands on with, sadly with Total Recall. Uh, was my arcade retro champ portable console, or as I like to call it, the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Why is it the Nintendo Switch, Asif? Because it's not Nintendo. <laughs> Get it? Get it? Yeah. yeah, I got it. Insert crickets. Yeah, I know. No, it was cool, but I like it's weird because I've seen these things in like import stores before that play Sega Genesis, SNES, and this played NES and Famicom. NES and oh no, NES and Super Nintendo and Famicom. No, this just played NES and Famicom. Just Famicom, yes. not SNES. No, I thought it was SNES. No, well they sell an SNES converter. They have they have a converter. Stuff. They have a they have like a more 
They have a different looking device for SNES. This is the prototype of a portable that they're mm-hmm. working on. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, there's t- it was there's some work that they're still doing on it. We we're just happy to see it. It looked really cool. Uh, and the demo they were running was Total Recall, which is a terrible 8-bit game. Like, really but, bad. But it was cool to see. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned this earlier. The next up on our best of was Alienware's Area 51M. Yes, the laptop, laptop is super impressive. It's very expensive. But the big thing about this laptop is you could have lots of RAM in it. Not limited to 16. But you, it didn't max out at 32. It maxed out at 32, but it had it has a desktop. It's the first ever it laptop a, to have a desktop processor. It has a 1080 GTX. It has a 1080 GTX. It's priced at $2,400, $2,500. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, when you look at other laptops with partial performance it's actually right in the ballpark maybe a little bit under yeah i mean i saw some msi laptops last year that were like 4500 3500 you know what i mean yeah so it's right in the ballpark it's just an impressive they wanted to see how powerful they can make a laptop and not have heating issues and they actually solved a lot of the problem based on this like design that they did that they walked through which we'll have a video of next week okay so these next two that we're ending with are bangers you heard it. I cracked my back. Hey, okay, I'm good. Greg's dead. Um, rip, Greg. Why you always got to kill me at these events, man? That's what we do. Uh, NVIDIA, we talked about it a bunch. The RTX 2060 GPU, we talked about it at the beginning. That price point, though. Yeah, that's my best of show. I, I, I also love the convenient timing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, guys, here's a... Uh, uh, a card that outperforms the 1080 Ti at a fourth of the cost right after the cryptocurrency crashed. Have fun. Here, how about you play some games with these? But it's great. It has so much technology in it. It can it can ray trace and it can ray trace, steam, and do much other weird stream, stream, steam, stream, <laughs> all on the same card, eliminating the need for a second computer with a GPU, and that's. And that's not because that's a combination of the card being well designed, but mainly because of their proprietary work with OBS. Yeah, they opened up their SDK to OBS, so, and their devs over at OBS did some amazing stuff to make uh, these twenty six the twenty series GPUs super efficient. Uh, which for me, I'm interested in this because I stream from a PC, and I would prefer to only need one to do that yeah and just yeah and just so our readers it'd be know, really yeah. big for vr streaming too yes it would and but just just so our streamer our, our, our community knows that it's it's only because of the sdk proprietary work they've done so if you don't use obs you're not going to get the same results yep so just fyi yeah don't buy it and be like what the hell i can't do ray tracing and stream at the same time and get 60 frames per second because you're not using obs yeah if you're using xsplit or something yeah it's not going to work nope and then we mentioned it at the beginning with the uh, the Origin laptops, but they also, yeah, they have the Evo 16s, the Evo 17s. Those have best in class mobile. Uh, they have best in class uh, 2080s in them. And they're also making another thing. Can I mention it or no? The the prototype. Yeah. yeah. The desk. Yeah. They're making a desk. Yeah. I want that desk. Yeah. I look. There's a picture of you with the desk. I don't consent into any pictures taken in the Origin. Look. All those de- look at that. You didn't consent. You didn't ask for my permission. I also got Kevin in there. <laughs> He's like, check out my awesome desk. Holds a hundred pound uh, pro- a computer, 
you can mount up to three monitors on it. It's customizable. I could get like Lola on the side of it. I am into it. Holds holds your PC right below it, so it's still above yeah. the ground, up to a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Which I, I believe that's my my PC. I have the biggest case, and it still fits from Corsair. I have the biggest case from Corsair, and it still fits. And that article got two whole comments. Yay! One of which was a picture I posted. Oh, that's us. Yep. So I comment on things sometimes, and then I immediately regret it. So if you go there, yeah, yeah, don't, I'm not upset that Greg <laughs> didn't comment on that one, but uh, go back there and read it. If you if you missed out or are interested in any of those, I have links to all those product pages for you. You can find out more about those products. They're there, pretty cool. There'll also be video interviews of all these products. Additionally, next week. Yep. We'll be hitting the site. Sometimes. I can only make five live a day. Otherwise, it gets a little spammy. Yeah. So just FYI. Drop. Yeah, they drop. We drop subscribers if we spam too many videos. So keep a lookout. Five a day. I'm just going to kind of go through them and get them done as I can, as I as I go. So it'll be what? Like about two weeks worth of content? Well, I'll, I'll edit them over a course. I'll edit them. I'll edit and upload all of them over the course of next week. And then over the next four weeks, let's do five a day every day. You know, maybe mm. on weekends, depending if I'm in, in my office or not. And mm. then they'll get shells. Yay. Did you hear that, Brittany? No, you didn't, because you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. She does. That was CES. The theme of the show was, we don't know what we're innovating anymore. I guess we go 8K and uh, make things. If all smaller. else fails, say that you are working on an AI platform and you have an algorithm. Computer learning is big. Machine learning, computer vision, AI. Those are buzzwords that were on the show floor. But what I saw was the repurposing of multi-touch displays. Uh, there was one more thing. Don't say it. Don't, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. No, oh, don't no. say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to. Oh, I have to. Oh. I have to. Okay, go for it. Apple announced... Well, I don't know. Let's let's. Which way do you want? Let to me go? take you back to a time in 1997. No, 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 no. For Steve Jobs. <laughs> no, no, no. Apple bought a billboard on a building, right? A painted sign on a building, a, a an ad about what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. It's a play on Vegas. Get it? Hey, we're Vegas. We're Apple. iPhone. They're not even here. They don't ever attend CES. Now, that's just, that's act one. What really got my goat, you know what really gets, grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? Apple announced at CES that they would be bringing iTunes movie and TV to Samsung devices, as well as other partners, and that they would be making AirPlay 2 available to a bunch of new devices. A good time to be a Samsung. I'm really excited about it. What about you? This is the opposite of what Steve Jobs would have done. <laughs> I've been hearing about this all week, folks. All week. It's just so blatantly against what made Apple a success early in the 2000s that I was I wasn't shocked. But it confirmed my worst fears for the company. It was a realization. It's like Steve Jobs is dead. You've been they, saying that. <laughs> Steve Jobs is dead. He's dead. He'd be sitting at his desk, guys, and he'd be like, 
just be, we, uh, we'd be playing Smasher working, and then he'd be like, <sighs> Steve Jobs is dead. Like, just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just true. You no, know? you're right. You are, That is a fact. That's not an opinion. That is, that is a it's fact. It's true. He's dead. And there's a ton of things that have piled up in his absence now. Oh, the stock buybacks, and then that billboard, and then they're just not even everything, here. Everything that's going on with them. They're not the same company anymore, and I get it. Like Apple was, Apple has a cult mentality, right? Their fans are very devout. Were exactly. I think that it's it's probably. I don't think it's over. I don't think the company's doomed. I don't want to sound like that. I just think that their best days are behind them. Right. I agree. And that's it. Because it doesn't mean that they're at risk of going out of business. doesn't mean anything like super bad. It's just that it's over. Yeah. The pipeline, like, here's what... Really grinds your gears. It's it's horrible. In his biography. Did you read it? No. Steve Jobs is dead. Walter Isaacson wrote it. Steve Jobs said he cracked the code on TV. That he had figured something out about what was wrong with TV. And he had a vision for TV. Right? That that was... Apple TV was always a hobby. They never referred to it as a real product. It was a hobby. But this to me... Just putting your putting your platform on Samsung? On Android TVs? Well, maybe that was the plan is Unity. Yeah. He loved Android. Boy, did he love Samsung. He, he loved non-proprietary things. Yeah. Putting iTunes? And also, it's like such as it's so late. This was a cool announcement 10 years ago when Netflix did it. To be 10 years late to this move? And this is your move? He's dead. The company is just so lost. It's sad. And it's not just them. That was my takeaway from the show. Point to who is in the lead. Who's the leader? Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo Switch. I can't I can't believe we left this out. I can't believe Nintendo Switch and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate won CES 2019. Nintendo wasn't even here. And they won. But yeah, uh, Steve Jobs found dead this, at CES 2019. That's the name of this episode. This this trade this traces back to what I've been saying all week about like we're in this period now where these people, these innovators, and these creatives, and these you know even on in the business side, these all these people are starting to either they're, they're either passing away or they're leaving or they're, they're retiring. retiring, and then they step down and then they're gone. And you really you realize those are the people that made these last 20 years good. Activision's been on a fucking rampage, just making one mistake after another, after another, after another. You know what I mean? Because like Mike Morheim's gone. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like he was the person keeping all this stuff from happening. And now that he's gone, they have a CEO that plays ball and there he's agreeing to all these changes or, or, or he has to. I don't know, one or the other. But this, that's the problem is as people start to retire and leave, companies don't know what to do because they were the backbone of what made them successful. Yeah. So, I mean, I could I could rant about this for an hour. I'm not going to. I, I don't want to. But I think I've hit, the, I've, I've hit the bullet points for why I feel this was like a capitulation moment for Apple. 
they gave up on whatever their yeah. living room project and was. that and that billboard is pretty petty the billboard what's so bizarre is they're poking fun at android they're poking fun at samsung and then they turn around and they go and they they're on a samsung tv that's what i don't get there's a hypocrisy in that ad and it's just so off-brand i don't get it maybe they're hoping people won't notice yeah they're hoping people are dumb enough not to notice that's right that's it and that that's that's how disrespectful they are of their customer you know and just watching tim cook go on these shows you know how many interviews steve jobs did in his life how many like 10 did you do one of them no that's a damn shame you know how many tim cook has done in the last year how many like eight you see what i'm saying like steve jobs did not give a fuck what the media thought he was doing his own damn thing he had a vision tim cook does not have a vision tim cook is out there doing damage control he's worried every time i see him on tv that's a guy who doesn't know what the hell to do he's worried just keep making phones keep making phones everything we find just keep making phones yeah right we 60 percent of their sales are phones if that continues to decrease their earnings are going to go down i told him this once multiple shareholder meetings and told them this would happen you got to focus on revenue growth not on buying back your shares and issuing dividends you did you did do that didn't tim cook say that was a stupid question or something or stupid no it was somebody else he told that to right before i i talked to steve jobs he told someone that they had asked a stupid question and i was like oh god steve jobs is gonna be mean to me he wasn't we had a debate about if apple should own content and he was arguing why they shouldn't now where are they they own content and they're on samsung and who needs a stylus the ipad does apparently now apple $200 apple pen so there's like a we could do top 10 reasons steve jobs is dead (laughs) you have to do the number one cancer (laughs) spoilers spoiler cancer um god this became a very morbid podcast no because you've been so passionate about this all week like literally just sitting there writing an article that has nothing to do with tech or apple and you'd be like steve jobs is dead yeah you have to remind yourself that he's he is dead there's no hope he was like there's he, he was a inspirational person to some people not everyone some people hated him very divisive character but most entrepreneurs are the innovators yeah yeah so when you're part of that group of people who cared about that company and that person and he's gone you go through all the different grieving processes and now we're all at acceptance steve jobs is dead it's very apparent the pipeline is done and even if he had ideas like even if he had a projector idea or if he had ar some some other thing that they were working on it was either too expensive to make they couldn't do it they've given up so whatever their hopes were in the living room are now hinging on other people's hardware and that's a first for apple that itunes the fate of itunes rests in other hardware's hands what was it you said they changed in the interface that you absolutely hated recently oh Oh, the music app yeah thank you that's what you said they threw away all the brilliance of the ipod oh look i'm on music so there's my library right I can't even like that's it 
there's just that for me i can't remove this button that's apple music recommending radio also apple music recommending i can't customize the buttons down here anymore you used to be able to customize them to these things playlist artist album song that's what i used to do down here now i can't customize it who's dead steve jobs is dead but they also threw away all the brilliance of the ipod which what was the best part of the ipod you could easily find your music it's simplicity yeah it was super minimal you could easily scroll through your music now by merging apple music into the ipod app you they have ruined to fight it. to find music yeah I and they're that constantly too. fucking injecting ads why am I getting ads and content I already own? Because it's free. It's a free app. It's a free app. That's what they... It's bullshit. It is. So that's... There's one fine example in the top 10 reasons Steve Jobs is dead. But yeah, it's just... It's over. If you're an Apple fan, it's over. I'm sorry. Like, it's over. It was over for me 10 years ago. It's been over. It's been slowly... It's been a cascading series of events. But... The days of Apple's blatant superiority are ending. They're, they do not make the best Mac, the, the best laptop. They don't. There was a time where the MacBook Pro was one of the best laptops in the world. Right. It is not. Um, they don't make the best desktop. What desktop? iMac. I guess iMac, yeah. They don't make the best... Have you tried to repair an iMac Pro? You can't. can't. Everything's soldered. Can you imagine spending $8,000 on a computer and you can't even remove a part? Yeah, because it's all soldered together. This is where design hurt function. And this is where the departure of Scott Forstall and the, the, the promotion of Johnny Ive to software ruined Apple. Uh, I always talk about 5.3.1, the last iOS that I liked. Because uh, iOS 6 was the beginning of the end. That was when Apple Maps shipped. So, yeah, it's just... It, we've had so many signs over the years. What they did to the Creative Suite. What they did by removing NVIDIA cards from all of their lineup. What they did for the Mac Pro. Yeah, what they did with the trash can Mac Pro. You know, so like all these different signals. And they just started to snowball. And now it's starting to show up in iPhone where their best ideas are make it pink charge two hundred dollars more for it and marketing and stock buybacks and manufacturing earnings per share growth with stock buybacks that will eventually fail because you're not growing revenue which is the exact phrase that i said at the apple shareholder meeting to tim cook I said share buybacks will be a good way to manufacture short-term earnings per share growth but in the long run you would have been better buying Netflix, Tesla, and Nintendo. You'd have three of the hottest products in the world right now. And you wouldn't have to put iTunes on Samsung because Netflix is already there. And you're really mad about that. Stupid. <laughs> so mad. Stupid. Do we have time to talk about news? Yeah, we do. Because we did have that interesting blurb. We sh I should order our food soon. Okay. We can do that on the podcast? No, we can wait. We can wrap up soon. Because there was a lot of good, of interesting news this week. Should I do the headline song from Cartridge Family? <coughs> no, I'm not gonna. What's do it. that? I don't even. Know. That's you don't, you don't, I, know, you don't, I know. You don't listen to Cartridge. I know. Family? I know what it is. But what you is, work for Greenlee. You don't listen. What to is Cartridge that? What Family? is the headline? No. It's like headlines. Oh. Give me those. Show me those. Give me those. Some of the sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh no! Headlines. I don't. I don't listen to that podcast. I don't have time. I love the headline song. 
It's my favorite part of the show. So I just ripped it off. We talk about the news about the CEO of NVIDIA trash-talking AMD. That was fun. Yeah, okay. Jensen Wong, uh, just he, he, he suggested that they threw together their presentation the day before. He said that he, he really leaned heavily into uh, ray tracing and DLSS, these things that are only really supported by two games right now. So it's like, yes, your card can do things better. AMD has been behind you for a while. We know it, this. This is not new news, yeah. It seemed kind of cheap. Yeah, but he's right, though. I mean, they release a GPU that's half the cost that's better. So yeah. that's pretty big. But they have, at the same time, AMD has the Microsoft and Sony contracts. So mm-hmm. they're pretty They're pretty golden there. Are they, though? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> it was a little petty, but it was funny. The way Krabs wrote it was hilarious. Yeah, if you, if you missed it, uh, it's I think the article's Jensen Wong has no chill when talking about AMD. <laughs> uh, definitely check it out. It's on the front page of shacknews.com. Perhaps one of the bigger news things that kind of just snowballed out of control was just Activision just dropping Destiny, Destiny IP, paying the $100 million penalty for getting out of it. It was $100 million, at least according to like Polygon and talk is what they paid. Mm-hmm. Active, is what they paid Bungie for breaking the contract. Paid a hundred million dollars in a in a penalty fee to just cancel flat out say, you know what? No, we're not gonna do this ten year contract. We're ending it early. Here's a hundred million dollars. Destiny's dead to us. Done. And then right after that happens, right? The second after that happened, Bungie buys the publishing rights to Destiny from Activision. With their the, own money. With their own money. Then after that happened, Phil Spencer goes on and says, like, oh, by the way, we could possibly be working with Bungie or acquiring them. He didn't say acquiring them. No, but like he said, like looking he said forward, looking to, working forward with, to working with them. So that's either means they're gonna. But they love to buy studios. What would? It, but what's Bungie's net value? They totally buy that. Here you go. Halo's back to Microsoft Lucid Destiny Three exclusively on the Xbox. Oh God, could you imagine? Yeah, I could. That'd be amazing. So many PS4 fans be so pissed. I mean. <laughs> I hope that they would do PC and Xbox if they did that. Well, then you said yourself they also have the problem of Destiny 2 is on the Activision launcher. Activision already came out and said it's going to be fine. They're not going to take it off. Interesting. Battle.net, it'll stay on Battle.net. Battle.net will be known as the Activision launcher from here on out to me. The Because it's Blizzard's dead. Like you know, saying Steve Jobs dead, Blizzard's dead. They kill off Hot's esports. They're start. They you know they're doing all this terrible. Blizzard's not dead. Like these companies don't die. They just change. And I think that's what we're witnessing. And like you said, it's a lot of older. Co- like, it's software. The only person left there from the original team is Tim Willits, and he's not. He wasn't even on the original team. Right. There's no one left from. The, oh wait, no, sorry. Uh, Kevin Cloud's still there. The original artist. Just like Bioware, there's like one writer left, and everyone else is just new. It's just the nature of the business, man. Right, but like at the same time, this is what's happening with Blizzard is it's exactly what's happened with Apple, but Blizzard's at the forefront of it. It's, it's starting to happen. Overwatch is not experiencing their their Tim Cook letter moment yet. Not Tim, yet, but the, they will. Know, there's no letter to shareholder about but about it, Overwatch right now. But it will. They'll get to that point where they were clear that they had a dis, that they had a discontent with their community when they said my, Diablo. My three point on is that the things that are being done from a financial standpoint at Activision will prevent them from going under in the future. Right. They're just doing this so they lose less money, make more money. You know. So it's it's 
it's purely financial decisions and if you're an artist you hate seeing this because people are gonna get hurt but this is just what this is the nature of the business that's big business it's how it works uh, sadly um but yeah that those are two huge stories i guess there's one other one yeah but we don't need to talk about that one because it's literally just we, all we have is just here are the facts yeah, xyz and then we'll wait we'd rather wait until we actually hear some more stuff that comes out yeah if you if you didn't know there's a gearbox lawsuit that's going on between their former general counsel and the ceo uh randy pitchford so that's there you can go on shack and read about it. jason schreier did a good job reporting on it so did ars technica um it's, there's just a lawsuit happening we don't know what's happening anything we say about it's going to be opinion based so we yeah. don't i don't know randy pitchford i don't know the situation none of us know we just have to wait and see as the story develops but based on the accusations i would hope they're not true right that's that's what that would be that's fair to say because those are some damning accusa- accusations and they just seem kind of random but then yeah it, it's it's an ongoing thing it's going it's in court so let's just wait until there's actually evidence shown and or or there is an evidence you know yeah i mean you did a really good job writing that because you kept it completely opinionless and just were like here here's what's happening here are the sources yeah i mean there's two lawsuits i'm like here's the lawsuits i said here's here's what was said here's kind of the highlights of what is being said there was a 12 million dollar uh bonus there was some other stuff uh peacock parties just yeah it, just it, a lot of weird stuff happening right now but don't please nobody jump to conclusions but at the same time like it's just it's sad and i i know people at gearbox and i wish that they weren't going through this you know so hopefully they're they're gonna be okay uh but yeah you know that's that's the business I, i'd say those were the three biggest stories Yep. Uh, non CES related. Non CES related. The biggest story out of CES was the Lori DiCarlo, Lori DiCarlo yeah. uh, sex toy that was given an innovation award and then had it rescinded because they were an adult toy. And male pleasuring devices have been awarded things in the past. So this was weird that they are uh, they were coming at uh, her device, and it was designed to achieve two. It was tra- it was designed to hit two erogenous zones simultaneously. So it was a very interesting product. It was very well engineered, well thought out, very smart people working on it and they just Women, team of women. Yeah, team of women working awesome. on that that were kind of disrespected at the show. Yeah. I'd say that was that was another big story this week. Very old school way of thinking as far as like the CS board is concerned. And I know we already talked about our game of the year awards, but yeah, just in case you guys forgot Spooderman won Game of the Year. Yeah, just remember, there's no Sony bias. Yeah, there's definitely not Sony bias on staff um, <laughs> at all. And there's definitely not a console bias on staff either because my, my staff totally plays PC games. Um, They don't listen to this. They won't. I play Pokemon training card game. These kids, they're not going to hear this. Donovan will hear it. Donovan. <laughs> I like Donovan. Donovan will hear this. Donovan's a beast, man. Michael will hear this. But no one else will. I doubt it. Captain Zork will. No, I mean on their staff. Oh, okay. I don't think many people listen to it. Bad Kitty will. Shout out to Bad Kitty. Bad Kitty's kind of honorary staff. Yep. She has a shack hoodie. And then... In Hawaii. But I guess it gets cold because of air conditioning there. So she brings her hoodie to work. 
That's great. Yeah. I've seen her. Like she takes pictures at work with her. We were messing around about what what exclusive spy we're gonna have at E three this year. Yeah, already planning E three. Stay tuned. Yeah. Big announcements, big news. Oh man. Doing it for Shack News. Yeah, you know, still, this is year five. I can tell you're really mad that Steve Jobs is dead. <laughs> Not mad. <laughs> Disappointed. You have you. It's like you turn you. Re, you had this realization. You're like, oh man, this is really it. It's acceptance. Yeah. It's acceptance. The it's final the last, stage. It's the final stage, stage of grief. grief. <laughs> I accept that Steve Jobs is dead. He was found dead at CES 2019. <laughs> Truly an American icon. Like when you saw the there were one more thing at their last press conference, another phone, and you're like, really? That's not one more thing worthy. You're so no, angry. no, no. They had done that before. Steve Jobs did a one more thing where it was another iMac, so he's done that before. Boo. They've done that before. One more thing doesn't have to be some groundbreaking thing every time. It should but be. for them to do it, that was so lame. It was because it was the first presentation there. They had to. They had to. But they started it with his voice. They started a presentation. You were with so his excited because that was the first time they were going to announce that state, that 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 building. Mm-hmm. You thought you you. I remember talking to you like three or four years ago. You said it's going to be an AR machine. It's going to be an AR computer like living room. Like that's just you wanted it to be like a PC yeah, sure. AR computer living room thing. No, it was a phone. So they gave up on the living room. Fucking phone. They gave up on the living room. Let let Samsung worry about it. Clearly, like whatever Google they're Home clearly whatever it. they're working on is not a flat panel display. Could they buy Google? No. Close. No. No. They're huge. Google's massive. Could Google buy them? No. Okay. They could merge and become the largest company in the world. I always thought they should have merged. Goople. Way- Goople. <laughs> I always thought it would have been great if they merged back uh, before iPhone. Because then you would have had all the Google software and all the Apple hardware. Man, you're making me sad because that would have been amazing. Yeah. You're making me really sad because that would have just evolved into this. They would have been this behemoth, unstoppable behemoth. Yeah. They would have had innovation and hardware just completely. They would have had everything. Oh. I always wished Goople would have happened. (laughs) But we never got Goople. This podcast is brought to you by Goople. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is brought to you. Our, Our unofficial sponsor who probably won't sue us. Is (laughs) is <laughs> is the win 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 tower suites uh in room dining it's delicious excellent chicken wings yeah everything. friendly service everything is great here yeah they're very nice people so i think that's it we're tired it's Our been a ces hurt. we're tired sunday through Our sunday we've been here since sunday and yeah. it's now saturday we're tired our feet hurt and we want to go home and i want a muffin i want a muffin <laughs> someday i'll tell the muffin story all right, you want to do my out? Do you want to do the outro? Yeah, I'll do the outro. Go for it. Um, go to shacknews.com for your interviews, r- news, reviews, previews, uh, tech, long reads, videos, all sorts of good stuff. Everything. Basically, guides. Lots of guides. <laughs> Lots of guides. Got RE2 guides. RE2 remake guides. Up, up a full week before the two weeks before the game's even out. That's what I'm talking about. K-Tuck and the and the crew, Bill and Sam. And Josh is back. Yeah, he is back, dude. He is back with a veggie and he is a machine. Josh Hawkins. He is a machine. Back at Shaq News. Yeah. That's great. The beginning of a new era. He might listen to the podcast. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. 
I leave these Easter eggs for you folks. So if I'm wrong, Charles, you can tweet at me or Chris, which I doubt. Or Kevin. Kevin. I already mentioned him. Uh, yeah. So then you can find us on Twitter at Shack News. Instagram, which is growing pretty rapidly at Shack News Media on there. We're Shack News on Facebook if you like that garbage platform. But pretty much only Greg uh, likes our articles on there. Somebody has to. You're the guy. Um, those are the social areas. We're on YouTube uh, at youtube.com slash Shack News Games because the guy who has slash Shack News is a jerk. And we're also on uh, slash uh, Gamer Hub videos because Gamer Hub is terrible SEO. Horrible. There's like 40,000 Gamer Hubs on YouTube. It's really bad. SEO. Yep. Um, we're also on Twitch slash Shack News. Right, twitch.tv slash Shaq News. You can sub to us there. It's really one of the few ways to give us money right now. Give us Jeff Bezos' money. You can sign up for Twitch Prime. Attach uh, your Amazon Prime to Twitch Prime. Give us Jeff Bezos' money for free once a month. Do that. It helps us out. It really does. It actually helps us out. Uh, So, yeah. I actually have one more thing that doesn't suck. Preventing the sharing of fake news. So if you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes, and say you're on Twitter or Facebook like Greg, and you see some article and it confirms your bias, and you're like, hey, you know what? This confirms my bias. I'm going to share it without even reading it. Don't do that. You know why? Because you're an uninformed reader. And you could be sharing something that's like white supremacist bullshit. You didn't click on it. You don't know what's in there. So it's it's a dangerous thing to do. Uh, it You're... If you, if you actually click the link, it helps the person who wrote the article, right? Say you like Shack News. You want to give Bill Lavoy a page view, click his link. Uh, if you actually read it, you can see, is Shack News full of shit? Should I call them out in the chatty about this? Or on Twitter. Or on Twitter. Or on YouTube comments. And then you can choose to do that. Well, let's say you like the content. You can choose to share it. But at least you become an informed reader and sharer of information. Because uh, this sharing of fake news is becoming a huge problem these days. Greg. What, what, what news did I share that was fake? I don't know. I just like to blame you. That's fine. Uh, That's so yeah, click the link. And if you want to go Sexy Bill the Cameraman's Extra Mile, actually find a second source to vet the information before you sh- share it. Now, I don't think anyone's going to do this because I'm just begging you to click a link. Doesn't happen. I have, well, to leave, I have to leave Twitter. I'll just, I'll just retweet it. Yeah. Who the hell has time to find a second source? Oh my god. But if you want to go sexy, build a cameraman's extra mile. Go for it. Do it for Shack News. Uh, that's the show. We're done. Our, we're tired. Our feet hurt. We want to see our pets. We want to go home. And and also remember this uh, this podcast also brought to you by Clickbait because it's clearly what keeps the lights on here at Shack News. No motherfucker, I do. <laughs> no i always end it i always end it by telling our community right all all of you salt all Salty. of you to go out there even if you're banned and do it for shack news